Thank you for tuning back in this week. This is the second part of our interview with Sam Barber titled, Do the Thing. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. certain certain things you need to manage you need to manage the expectations and what you're going to get out of it and so I'm, I'm happy for that but I, I would imagine you know I know for me to walk a mile takes way longer than most people so it's definitely going to okay. take a long time for me to walk 26 miles <laughs> but I will do but it. hey, if that's your goal I, I don't know we'll huh. see I might walk faster. I might not feel walking after a while. I might go, oh, I could probably, I mean, I'm pretty sure by the time I get to walking half that, I'll be like, you know, you could probably jog a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, just like take away some of the time or something. Yeah. 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 I might, I might actually start, I might get muscles, you know, who yeah. that'd be amazing. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my I gosh. actually develop some muscles. <laughs> that's the amazing thing about sports. Right. And all of those things is that, you know, I've never really identified with being athletic and I guess my, my respect comes from a place of just never feeling up for the task anyway, because I was born with an underdeveloped hip. So I've had an odd gait. Um, I've, I've recently learned that it's not as odd as I thought it was, but when I was a young kid, I would get more pain than most people just walking. Like I couldn't go to an amusement park and not be in pain, like an old woman, um, Mm. just because my hips and my joints were, um, you know, not set the way the other people's were. Um, and had I not been in a full body cast as a young baby, fresh baby, um, I would have walked with one leg significantly longer than the other. Um, so I have, I have this identity, if you will, given the fact that my parents had to handle me in such a way when I was younger and I right away, you know, cued into the fact that I was different physically than other people. So I just leaned into my strengths. I was like, okay, well, if I, if I can't really do much from like the waist down, like other people, I'll just develop from the waist up, you know, and go that route. I'll lean into my strengths. But I do know that like every time I've gotten physical and I've dared to go beyond what I thought was possible for myself, the it's, it's just undescribable, dude. Like it, the amount of confidence, the way that you see people changes, the way that you Mm -hmm. see yourself, the, uh, the questions you start asking worlds open up. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. I don't consider you saying I'm just born to be an athlete as a negative thing at all. I think that that's, that's your route to inspiring others. Like for me, you know, we pick the thing, we pick the thing that we can enact um, good things in this world through and what we can, what we can open people up to their better selves through. So if that's, if that's your avenue, if that's your strength and that's the thing that like speaks to you and that you found, you know, so much peace and, and all the things through, then that's, that's, that's an amazing thing. Like, I don't think that's negative at all. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I think um, one thing that uh, 
in the last like five years that I have been a basketball or a football player and a carpenter, the one, the one thing that really sticks with me um, with looking at it as a positive is I know that I'm playing a sport that was more designed for men, right? That people didn't think women would ever be able to play. I'm doing a job that is more designed for men that people didn't think women would be able to do. Right. And it's very rewarding to hear um, people talk about uh, it making a difference, right? And talk about how, oh, wow, this is, or like an older individual being like, oh, a female carpenter, that is so cool. And then yeah. you talk about football and they're just like, what? No way. You do both of those things. And I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I wish I could tell you about it in a few years from now when my body's falling apart, but like, it's cool now. <laughs> and, yeah. but it is, it's really, it's really fun to talk about. And, um, that's I, not a determined thing though. Um, you know, like saying your body is going to fall apart. I don't believe that. I believe the way he talks when he talks about, as I lift weights, as I pursue my passion, I'm going to keep doing the things necessary for me to keep doing my passion. It might not look the same way, Mm -hmm. but it's going to morph into something that allows me to keep going because I've already pushed this far. And I think your body will always be there for you if you value it and you atone with it regularly. I I think that it's other people saying, oh, your body's going to break down. It will be different. Mm-hmm. And that that's a that's a logical thing to think, but but it breaking down. I mean, I've seen I've seen eight year olds that can do squats better than me. Okay, yeah. so like yeah. that's not true. But they probably also <laughs> weren't getting fucking blindsided like she well, was playing football. No, but, <laughs> well, I mean, there there is the sport, but like but your bones rattled. You 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 might you walking away from football when it's necessary to walk away from football for whatever you might need to do for your body will be the thing that you need to do. It's not going to dash football. It's it's basically going to say I left it when I knew it was necessary for myself yeah. and for football because I mm-hmm. care about playing it well and I care yeah. about my body. So. Mm-hmm you know, now it's time for me to let somebody else take the lead in that and maybe be a coach, maybe be whatever, still do what I need to do for my body as an athlete. Cause Mm -hmm. you are always going to be an athlete. Yeah. And another, another really positive piece about, um, women's football is that you get every type of a woman, right? Every body type, every height, every weight, whatever it is. Also along with that, you get every career you could think of does it can do it. Right. So, um, one of, one of my favorite people, her name is Beth Westy, Dr. Beth Westy. She's the first person I ever did a podcast with. Um, brilliant. Um, and she knows everything you would ever know about the body, specifically female bodies. Cause she does, she does, um, female health. Right. And I, like my first year or it was my second year, I think where my, my back has always been shit. And, uh, I had spasms all the time and it was just like, it was not good. And I would just, I would go, I'd be able to like, go see her and she'd be able to work her magic, acupuncture, massage, chiropractic. She did it all. Wow. And like, that was super helpful. Then you have people that are physical therapists on your team that can give you exercises to help you. Right. So like, mm-hmm. no, we, we have to pay for our own things, but like, 
in your teammates alone, you have, you have all the tools, right? If somebody needs a bathroom done, they can talk to the team first, right? Talk to the team. There's somebody on the team that can do electric stuff. There's somebody on the team that can do carpentry stuff, PT stuff, whatever it is. And that's what brings you even closer too, is like you have, it's a family. You have a family, you have your people that you can rely on for everything in football and outside of football. Absolutely. And everybody needs that because I think as human beings, we're, we're social creatures. Like we, you know, we're kind of here to connect and commune and interact with each other. And before I had this podcast, I had a relationship podcast and it, it always baffled me because it was an, it was an analysis of kind of how people act online. And then this current Mm -hmm. like remote dating environment, which it's crazy to me, Mm -hmm. but what I never understood is why people didn't take a class or go on a sport or whatever, because every time that I have put myself in alignment with the things that I'm really interested in doing, I've found the right players, maybe not like somebody to date necessarily, but I have found the next person in my life of relevancy. And so if you're going to gather people, don't go on this rigged system that has these algorithms that don't pay attention to anything that you filled out. They're just uh-huh. going to show you local, local fuckable <laughs> area. Bless Excuse you. me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like that's, that's what they're about and yeah. that's what they, they kind of facilitate for you, but like, they yeah. don't, they don't connect you with your people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like you said, just, just join a sport, join a team, you know, go, go learn something. You will meet a yeah. person that you have value with. It might not be a forever person, a sport, but it's going to be valuable. Fishing. Something like that. Anything. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah. Any of it. Yeah. Like hunting. You got an interest, go for it. <laughs> One story is so I I I also don't like the the online dating, that kind of thing. I I am such a believer and everything happens for a reason. Like if I I, I wouldn't sign up for one of those because like I wanna like meet somebody organically, right? And like let it happen the way it's supposed to happen. I don't I don't wanna like force anything. And that's, that's how actually my girlfriend is the quarterback for our team. Nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she's incredible. Nepotism. And, what's that? Nepotism. <laughs> You're going to get the ball more. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> we, uh, we met, um, we met before football, honestly, uh, it, I took a year off. Um, nice. I took a year off because of some shit that hit the fan within the previous season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a year off and the, that year she actually started playing and I think it might've been during their season or something like that, where we had met somewhere and, and it's been history since. And like it, we live together, fucking love her. Um, and, uh, I like Pieces like that um, are very important to me. And like how I, like, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, Laura Frago, Mm -hmm. uh, so she's my tattoo artist. She like the tattoo that she does for me is incredible. Yeah. It's a nice, I don't know how to like show you the whole thing, but it's, it's a sleeve tattoo. It's, it's called my puzzle of life and it's, it's everything in it is like a shape of a puzzle. I don't know if you can like see that. 
And if so you want to share like, it for um, our promotionals, um, I would love to do that because I can shout out both of you when we do that. Maybe I can get yeah. her on the podcast too because I want her oh. on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. I actually see her again at the end of the month to, you know, do some more work on it. Um, but she's she's freaking incredible. And like how cool it is that like uh, when when like a piece of like a pieces of my puzzle is like there's a piece that says everything and then there's one that says happens for a reason that's Aww. part of the puzzle and so all the pieces are like um pieces that change my life and like up here nice. on the half sleeve part of it is a map of the like, where i've been and so like all of these pieces pieces are the pieces that change the direction of where i went in my life and so i i think it's incredible how that's in my tattoo and that's how I believe. And that's, that brought me to Laura who then brought me to you guys and how now this is getting out there. And I think it's just wild. And it's, it's like validating why I believe in that so much. And I just think it's, it's super cool. And I I love the fact that I got this opportunity with you guys too. I love it. Oh hell yeah. Well, we believe in leaning into those things because it's um, like you said, take the leap, you know, it's a, Mm -hmm it is a leap of faith and it is kind of a relinquishing of, of a certain amount of control because that overthinker is, is the thing that kind of like will will stop you from that leap. And if you just, if you learn to silence that a little bit and just, uh, you know, get a little dirty, take, take some leaps of faith in in people and life and all of those things. It's amazing what can happen. Um, and I think the message is really important for people out there right now. We have a very scary environment that, that a lot of people have been confined to for, you know, a couple of years now, and they, Mm -hmm. they don't really know what to do. And Mm -hmm. the truth of it is, is that nobody in this life is going to be able to tell you, you're going to have to go inward and you're going to have to meditate and think about what makes you find joy in this life. And then you'll have your answer. Yep. But it's not going to come outside of you. And no, and, and that's what I, I believe in. I think that um, it, it always starts super small, too. I think everybody believes that, like, they just have to take the biggest leap first. But that does that's not always the case. Sometimes, yes, it is the case. And like, that's a really big decision to make. But you have to believe that you're making the right one. Yeah. And, like, for me, like, I get a lot of anxiety with, like, just the smallest things. Like, like calling to pay a bill. like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh God, like, I don't want to do it. It seems stressful. I'm going to be paying for something. And oh my God. And you're just like freaking out. And then it's like, you do it. And you're like, oh, that was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's done. But it's like that little, like I went through all of that anxiety to make a 30 second phone call. Yeah. But it's like, if you think about, if you think about how easy it ended up being, the next time I have to pay a bill, I can be like, oh, okay. It, that ended up being a really easy thing. I don't have to freak the fuck out overpaying yeah. a bill. You're an adult. You can do it, right? So <laughs> you pay the bill and you're just like, cool, moving on. Next bill, right? And it's yeah. just like, it gets much easier. Yes. And like, that's just like a super, super small example. But if you can like jump those hurdles like that, and like, even if it's like a dating life, right? If you can jump the hurdle of being like, that person's attractive or I like that person's personality. You can be like, hi, I'm Sam. Right. And all of a sudden that, that super simple thing that you just did can be a life changing experience. And I I, I think that I wish more people could see that, but 
I'm also the kind of person that I don't like technology. I don't like being on social media. I have the world's smallest phone. I don't talk very much to people through it. I like to engage it like person to person because of seeing what it's doing. Right. And seeing just like younger people today and how it's hard for them to interact at all. Yes. Well, there's, there's some, um, (laughs) there's some key things that you're missing. I mean, like, I mean, not to be too lewd, but this is the first thing that popped in my head. Porn doesn't have smell. Okay. Like, so you might think something looks amazing and it does, but you're not smelling shit (laughs) literally. So (laughs) like, like, so, you know, there's some things that are missing from that experience that would give you really great cue-ins as to who you are and what you are and what you expect out of a particular situation. And if you're only getting half of the view, the view, um, you're not, you're, you're not truly experiencing it and you really can't know. And so if all of you're doing is trading things remotely and that's, that's your only view of things, then I can understand why you might you might have so much self-doubt and so much trepidation because you don't fully know. And until you're willing to fully know and, and put yourself in alignment with the possibility of, of risking a lot. And well, social hurt. media gave people a platform to talk shit and not suffer the consequences for it. Well, I mean, yes. it, gave, it gave a lot of good things too. I don't want to completely dash that because I do believe that we're, we're all kind of really weird. And oh, yeah. I think that's kind of awesome. Um, I, I, I don't think that, um, you know, I don't, I'm not here to yuck somebody's yum, you know, like mm-hmm. I think the, the internet gave a lot of voice to things that whilst we could criticize it, but it also allowed people to connect in ways that they were never able to, and to realize that they're not alone, you know, oh, there's somebody else out there who I don't know, likes to wear t-shirts like this or whatever, or, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. There's somebody else who likes to do this that I didn't think mm-hmm. I thought I was the only one, you know, I thought I was weird because everybody told me in my community, I'm weird, but oh, there's somebody here that does that. So mm-hmm. I think it has some benefits, but the, the, like any tool you, you got, you got to use it well. And, um, I think key- it created too much excess. And then whenever you have excess, that's bad. So I think as a whole, it's not good. I think yeah. it, there's so many arguments. There's yeah. so many arguments there. It's it's been good and it's been bad. My my the main reason I I would say it's bad is that people can't interact the way that they used to, or people interact in ways that are so negative, but they would never say that to somebody's face. No. And it makes them, <laughs> makes them feel big and tough until something actually happens. Mm-hmm. And then and then people are embarrassed and then people are like humiliated or whatever it is. It's just like it's like if if everybody was able to be their true selves on the internet, yeah, and I don't think anybody would have an issue. But like, I do think that I do think that like like part of the puzzle is it says puzzle of life, and then like the subtitle is if you're not weird, you're weird, right? Yeah. And like yeah. everybody's weird in their own ways, and mm-hmm. you don't get to judge that. You know what I mean? Just be your own. I mean, you weird can self. you can judge it, but no, yeah, but you don't about- have to do it. Out and negatively. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you you by judging someone else, you're not looking in a mirror. You're not you're not asking yourself the question about how you're odd. And if you're going to rob that person of their ability to be weird, then it means that you can't be weird. 
that, that yeah. the door gets closed on your own potential, your own capabilities. And for me, that's yeah. sad. And so, like no no person is better than the, than the, the next person. Like yeah. everybody's everybody's equal, like to a point, obviously. But like, like for the most part, we're, we're all, human. We're all, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're made all, to work together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this point, it seems like everybody there, everybody has a reason to be upset about something. Uh, you yeah. will somebody will dig, dig and dig and dig until they're like, ah, yes, that's what I'm upset about, and that's what I'm going to write about. Yeah. You know, and it's yep. just like. Tell me the positive thing, the the all the positive mm-hmm. things you had to go through to think of the negative thing. Tell me those. Like why yeah. why yeah. do you have to post about the one negative thing that happened in the last year? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Not saying that only one negative thing happens to people. Negative thing happens everywhere. But what I'm saying is like, why can't we ever think of those positives? Well, it's a self-fulfilling yep. prophecy. That's the problem, Damn. is that like, you know, we went <laughs> we went. <laughs> We went to a grocery store and there was a, an attendant that was just having a miserable time. She was, she was blaming the fact that she didn't have any help and she wasn't just doing her job and in complaining about all these things, she was really not doing her job well, which was our issue because we were like, we, we want to have compassion for you, but honestly, girl, we're just trying to buy groceries. <laughs> like, yeah. like, could, could you pay attention? Cause we put our groceries on this belt very particularly and you're like throwing them around and you're having a bad day i hear you i want to care for you but right now all i can see is somebody who's not doing their job and yeah. i'm getting upset and yeah. you're, you're kind of it's a snowball effect that Absolutely. you if you don't honor the position that you have because i grew up and he grew up in the service industry and that's a very powerful place in life you have a, a very distinct responsibility to your community when you serve. You you have Especially to in the food industry. Yeah, dude. You have to invoke positive things into the world because that's that sets people off into a different path on their day. Like if you can be the one thing, the one person that smiles to them that day, that can mean everything. Yep, like yeah. you can overcook an Alfredo and that person's got the squirts for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a tangible thing. <laughs> it would be more so like if they confronted you about the squirts and you'd be like, oh, man. That was pretty good, but. Uh... <laughs> My ass is leaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something's and happening like, right now. <laughs> exactly. I'm bombing and- out my bathroom. Well, that's another thing is that like, you know, people always look at, okay, so a critical review online. So you get a bad review. So I have a, I have a thing that I hope catches fire in this world, which is that you shouldn't be able to leave a bad star review, a rating, a bad rating without giving a written review as to why, because there's no opportunity for growth. You can leave a, a five star, a four star, or even maybe a three star without comment, but I do not think it should be allowed for you to leave a one star or two star review without following it up with a written message. Because if you are not offering a, a area for growth for the person that you're criticizing, that review doesn't do anything. And, and it creates a bullying system where people can go and just lambast somebody with bad star reviews. And then there's no, there's no opportunity for growth. It's just this, this innate bullying system where they're going to utilize the loophole and the politics of the internet to hurt Mm. a business or a person. So for me, you know, whenever people are like, oh, I got criticized or I, you know, like somebody's coming to me and they didn't have a good experience. I'm like, 
they are giving you an opportunity to set the record straight and to work with them because mm-hmm. if they are coming back and they are, they're making the confrontation and the effort to tell you about how they're uh, unpleased, this is an opportunity for you to win them. And you yeah. have an opportunity to win a person for life because yeah. if you handle this situation, well, it, it will be fine. It is not a closed door or anything. Now, if you, if you shit on them, they're going to go and tell everybody they can how much of an asshole you are. But if you win them in this opportunistic moment where they're displeased and you're like, oh, let's talk about this. I'm really upset that you're displeased. That was not my intention. How can we make this right? That person will be with you for life. Guaranteed. 100%. Because I think that, I think that like, a constructive criticism, right? Like a positive criticism is like just another like step to success. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you don't, if people don't tell you what they disliked, right. In a positive way, obviously, if they don't tell you anything that you can improve, you're never going to know. And you're going to think that everything's like just rocking the way it should, but that's you just like allowing things to stay that way. You want to be able to grow it. There's always room for growth in any aspect of life ever. And some people get a little bit like, uh, what's the word? Um, I think they shit on themselves is what it is. Discouraged. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Some exciting news, diary listeners. We actually got a wonderful promotional code from Reinventing the Tattoo recently, and we're happy to share this with you. It's 10% off on a subscription to Reinventing the Tattoo. And if you don't know about this wonderful, wonderful service, it's continuing education for working professionals, very geared around tattooers. But I would venture to say that if you are looking to improve your art skills and have regular momentum to your creation, creativity and to your own professional education, I can't recommend it enough. One of the prime people that you will be critiqued by and helped with and draw with and all of that good stuff is Guy Atchison. And if you don't know about him, you probably should. He is a very, very pivotal person in our industry. I joined them for for one exercise. I I did a color study. I mean, Rico sat there and and watched me the other night do Mm -hmm. a, a color study exercise with Guy and company, and it was amazing. I was flexing all kinds of muscles. It's just all around if you want to improve your art skills. I can't see a better way than hanging out with a lot of professional artists and seeing the kind of work that they do and the kind of exercises they work on all the time. It's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. So again, that's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. And that's going to save you 10% on your subscription. Go check it out, folks. It's too, on the flip end of that, know a hater when you see one too, because that's also distinctive about that. Once somebody gets to name calling, or they start, you know, I can read a review and be like, well, that's completely irrelevant to me, or that person's just being political, or that person's just being, you know, it's very them. And it's very much about their emotionality and not about anything to do with the business or what the business is about. And you can see that too. 
So that's yeah. why I also believe that a written review has to be had because you have to learn who to listen to and who not to listen to in life as yeah. well. There are the constructive critics that are concerned about you becoming better and wanting to see you be better because they can yeah. see that in you. Mm-hmm. And then there's just the haters who are miserable and they're trying to pull people down to their level and they're just flailing. They're lost and they're suffering and pain that is not transformed is transmitted. So they mm-hmm. want other people to suffer with them. So you mm-hmm. have to learn to silence those things. But, you know, knowing people uh, like I consider myself, I can read a review or I can read a statement. And I have a big policy on Twitter that the second people start calling me stupid or, you know, doing things that are really way too personal for like uh, an encounter that we have on Twitter. Like we don't know each other. Like, come on, dude, yeah. You, yeah. you can you can honestly call me stupid based on the, the, you know, very edited and audited statements that we are allowed to say on Twitter because they only give you a word count of whatever, like you're going to quantify who I am based off of a statement. Okay. We're done because you don't actually want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. You've already made your position and that's that. And that's cool. I thought I was talking to somebody who wanted to talk about this. Yeah. That's why I'm here. I'm here to learn and tax what I know and observe other people and trade in ideas. But if you don't want to do that and you just want to shit on my day and you want to win this conversation, we're done. We're done. Right. You're wasting my time. Yeah. And yours too. (laughs) Um, So this, so my whole football career, I've been a receiver, right. And I know that because I have like this, I have a, an expectation that's too high for myself. And it's to the point where like, if I make one little mistake, I shut down because I'm like, how dare I fail at something? Mm-hmm. Like all wide receivers. What's that? Probably so like all like wide receivers. Yes. Yeah. And like, <laughs> is, is it fair? No, like it's not fair to me or my team. If I'm shutting down, that's not helping my team at all. Mm-hmm. And so, like I, I told my coaches and and uh, some of my teammates last year, I was just like, listen, I was like, if I'm playing next year, like I don't want to be a receiver. I don't because I can't do that to myself or my team again. And so I decided I my favorite position to always watch has always been um, a D end. And let's go back to I'm 160 pounds. Right. So uh, and when I did start telling more of my team that that's the position I wanted to play. Everybody laughs at me. Right. And it's just like, haha, Sam, that's so Challenge. funny. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly what happened. I was like, you're laughing. You're, you're laughing at me. Huh? Like, you don't think I can do it. And I was like, nope. now I'm, now I'm 100% going to get my ass in that gym <laughs> and I am going to bust it and doing whatever weights I have to do to get stronger. And like, I've only gained five pounds and I eat like a damn pig, but like, I'm working on it, but we, I mean, so far so good. Like now people know I'm serious. Cause we started practice. I, I'm now wearing the black Jersey on the defensive side. And, and it's, it's something that is like, it, it helps me get through every practice. You know, it's like yeah. those people and like, they did not mean harm by it. These are some no. of my clothes. They didn't mean harm by it. And like, I just had to, like, my girlfriend's one of them. 
she yeah. thought it was funny. She's like, you're like, she's, she thinks that I'm like too small, too nice to, to do anything on defense. And so uh, she was one of them. Finally, I was just <laughs> like, Babe, listen, I don't like that you laugh at me. I don't because this is something I'm super serious about. And I, uh, I'm gonna right get <laughs> that's what he does. And it makes you matter. <laughs> he does it with me all the time. <laughs> he, like, you're you're the one like you're the one laughing at her. Yeah. The, well, um, when I was a kid growing up, man, when my mom would get mad, I would just start laughing. And the matter she got, she was like, I'm like, I can't help it. I can't help yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom, I can't help it. All of a sudden, I'm like running away laughing. <laughs> In truth, we do it to each other. That's really what it is. We we do it to each other. Mostly with, with him and me, he tells, he commands me to do things. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to do it. <clears throat> and he's like, he's like, but you should. And then he like goes into the qualifications as to why he thinks this way. And I'm like, I'm not hearing you. And, and. And I was like, you don't get to tell me what to do. And he's like, it's a suggestion. Yep. Suggestion. And I'm like, <laughs> the power of suggestion. Your suggestion has been heard and revoked. <laughs> I'm still not doing it. Yes. <laughs> Through you and your suggestion. I'm going to be me. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but it's good that you have this. I mean, that's relationship building in essence and learning each other and what each other's triggers are and, and all yeah. of that good stuff. How to be kind to one another. Nobody mm-hmm. likes being laughed at, you you know, like, or, or being told I can't do it. Like I I'm the same way. If you, if it's in my heart and I know I want it and, and you made another good point, which is great for our audience to, to hear because you are successful in what you do. You have, have a high standard of what you've done. You've put yourself in alignment in each course that I've heard about your life and what you want to do and how you want to pursue it. And you've made it happen. But that wasn't enough still, you know, because now you have a new goal and that's the goal that's mm-hmm. getting you through and, and positioning yourself so that you do gain the weight, which by, by the way, I'm, I'm on the other end. I'm always trying to lose weight, but I know that gaining weight responsibly with the, the, the motivation of doing a sport or doing a particular athletic thing is the hardest thing to do. Um, because you know, you got to make sure that you're taking in the right kind of nutrients and balance it correctly. And it's very diligent. Um, and it can be miserable at times. So you're putting yourself, you have a new goal. No, it's your podcast. I'm just saying that like, you're, you're setting another goal. And that's the other thing is that people think they're going to arrive at something. You don't arrive at shit, man. You just keep loving the game. You just keep digging another goal. Reach mm-hmm. that one. Now I got to get this one. Yeah. So I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah, with like being a carpenter and a football player, like uh, there's lots of calories burnt, right? In, mm-hmm. in a day because it's just like nonstop movement. And a lot of people that know me know that like I eat disgusting amounts of food. And it's like, I try so hard to just like, eat these disgusting amounts of food and like hold on to that weight. And I used to have an issue with that. I used to gain weight so easily. I used to be a big, big girl in high school and then I lost weight and then COVID happened and then I lost weight. Uh, I'm like, yay. But most girls want, I lost weight. Yay. But like, I lost it in like the bad way. I lost all my muscle. And so now it's like, I have been seeing like some success in like, like gaining muscle back, but it's like 
so slow with the amounts that I'm eating. I'm just like, why? Why is this happening? I'm still hungry. I just ate a whole pizza and I want pasta and I want all these. I want so much ice cream. I'll eat all the stuff. I'll eat all of the stuff. And even my girlfriend puts extra food in her plate because she knows I'm probably going to eat it. And it's just like freaking A. I hate this about myself and I hate it because most women are probably listening to this right now being like, fuck you, Sam. Right? Women, women, you're usually like, oh, I want to be smaller and I want to be skinnier. I want to lose weight to look like a certain thing. And I'm like, no, no, you don't No, Not everybody wants that. And like, it's okay to not want that. Like that's, yeah. it's, that's a healthy thing to have. Right. Yeah. And, but and I'm fucking struggling with it. I'm struggling so hard. No, I mean, it's all about, it's all about what you want ultimately. Right. Like he always, he likes me bigger because he likes thicker women. Mm-hmm. My goal though, is to be thicker with purpose. Like I don't mind being thicker. I just, I want to be tight. I want to be toned because I like how my body, how my muscles feel, how, how <clears throat> activated I am and yeah. ready for anything that comes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is, is that I, I, I know I can't eat like that because I'm sedentary. Most of the time I'm sitting. So if my job were more something that like yours, where I was more mobile, when I was doing hair, it was a lot more accessible for me to eat more and keep weight off. And Mm -hmm. had I exercised during that time, it would have been even more so, but like Mm -hmm. your, your job also, and that's, that's the other thing is that they feed each other. Like when I started having back issues and pain, that's when I started really taxing myself on a body level because the same things I was doing wasn't working for me anymore. And I want to tattoo. I want to be good at it. I want to keep going. I want, you know, my profession and my art to always have, you know, an ability, but my body was not allowing me to keep doing that the way I was doing it. So I had, I had to switch it up. If I want this passion, there's new rules. Now I got to push in a different way. I've got to now. So for me, it's just rationalizing it. I mean, like he said, he, he, he doesn't find like just sticky wafy women who are going to fall over and, you know, who are, you know, not ready for anything. He doesn't find that attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm with somebody who wants, you know, a functional woman that he can do things with and, and, you know, and that we can rejoice in food together. We're foodies. I was so going to say, and love the food. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, he works in a restaurant. You know, <clears throat> we met because of the pizza that his family, you've mentioned pizza. Oh, Girl, yeah. If you ever come and visit, their family is from Naples, Italy. They make the best Fresh fucking the pizza. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, so like, that way I already have me coming there. Oh, it's so good. And, you know. My they, dad's got the heavy time. Yeah, like, like really. Oh, like, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cute Italian What's this man. place called? Vito's. 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 Yeah. Vito's I, like I guess that. Yeah. Okay. It's very great. Cool. I hope, yeah. I hope that like is it is it like a very popular place there? Here, yeah. Yes. It's been there for since 1980 before I was just born. just a single restaurant. It's not like a franchise. Just no, a it's single. a pizzeria. Well, they've got because they've opened up a couple more and they got rid of them because they wanted to kind of you know go back to the one and then yeah. maybe if we expand we'll do it but you know farther away. But um, there's, I think, one, their really good friend from the same place in Italy, They he bought it from them. So I think there's one or two, but they're owned by people that they, you know, sold them to. And I guess they're from the same town or some shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but people okay. know that it's, you know, my family's particular one 
is you know, the one. Yeah. That's the one. Because the other one's like somewhere off in Towson, I think somewhere. So yeah, they did what, what what city are you guys in in Maryland? We're in Owings Mills, Maryland. So it's Baltimore County. And um mm-hmm. we're we're like 15 minutes outside of Baltimore. But when I found so I went to Italy and then I went to Naples and I, I'm excited to maybe go back to Naples when I have an, a liaison, you know, like a person from there. But if you're not from there, you don't belong there. Let me just say okay. that. Like it is a place no. that is for locals. Well, it's not a tourist. It's uh, not. No, they're, they're fucking awesome people, though. No, I, was, I mean, I'm not saying anything about people. I'm I was walking saying, around by myself like three o'clock in the morning having just a blast. I was a mark. <laughs> I was a mark. Okay. I was clearly not from there and they knew it and they didn't give a shit about people, being hospitable to me. People knew me. <laughs> I didn't even know who the fuck they were. People were like, wait, Federico. Yeah, oh, and I'm like, you know my name? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know me? <laughs> He's from there. He looks like that. My whole family's over there. So <laughs> okay. Um, so they knew they knew his family and their lineage, and that's what they care about. They they're keeping it in the family, and that's good. I I appreciate it for what it's worth. The pizza is the best you'll find. Um, and maybe New York has an edge because their water is really great, but comes from the Adirondacks. But as far as pizza, the recipe, everything, Naples, Italy. I mean, all of Italy talks about how it's the best pizza you'll find. But they're like, you probably don't want to go there. Um, and, and then you're like, why? And then you go there and you're like, oh, this is why. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a picky pizza eater. That is for sure. I, DiGiorno stuff, crust, give me some of that. And I am super duper happy. So get me a, a really good slice of pizza. I would be probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah you come over here. You're like, it's not the same. Well, you'll never, I can't uh, eat, DiGiorno I've never ever eat DiGiorno's again. ever again. <laughs> I mean, you will in desperation. Turn but if you have the smile. option, that's what I'm saying. That's why we're together is because. I found them here and I, I was like, I can't get pizza anywhere else. Like I, I can't. So he got to see me regularly and apparently he was checking me out for a long time. Oh, and so yeah. The big juicy booty. Of course. <laughs> the I big like juicy that shit. I mean that girl. Yeah. <laughs> double bubble. All right. <laughs> <laughs> women right so we know when yeah. people are checking us out like it you can just feel it you know yeah. it's kind of what we know and and when he finally like confessed that he was into me i was like <clears throat> i know but like you've never been available i've never been available so what are we gonna do yeah and the 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 what happened was he ended his relationship that he had and he was like well i'm moving to what's better <laughs> that's what i'm doing so that is that is yeah so yeah. weird because that's kind of how aaron and i also came about like oh, we knew of each other, yeah, we knew of each other a year beforehand, but we're taken. Both of us were in a relationship, and all of a sudden it was just like, you know what? Like if you're single, I'm gonna I'm gonna be single. So yeah. then we became single, and like a few days later, it was like cool. Now it's yeah. two yeah. years later. That's Best decision about. ever. Oh right. yeah. And you're both into the right same on. things, your teammates yeah. and so much more than than just your relationship, which is really cool. Which, I think that's awesome. Her stats are gonna be inflated. <laughs> <laughs> she's moving position she's not gonna i am yeah you want a tight end that, <laughs> no that was no i'm a no a defensive end, defensive but that, end. she's gonna yeah. be a defensive end oh yeah, shit I actually yeah i actually if, am doing that now but uh yeah, you, do, you better start beefing up well that's what I she was talking about i know that's i'm saying you better start but yeah, no, people did talk about that. As soon as that season started, after we were already dating, people were like, okay, you can't just throw her the ball. 
<laughs> so, that's just her out. She's like, but if she's open, I'd throw the ball. You know, it's like, but it, it, everything worked out really well. And I did not have the most yards and most touchdowns, which kind of is like a relieving thing, right? Because it's like, see, she didn't yeah. just love me more. <laughs> it could backfire. And then she's like, oh, yeah. I don't throw to her too much. I better avoid yeah. that side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Martha Stewart went to prison for insider trading, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, if you had people that, I mean, we know your mom, your mom was definitely influential. Are there other people that you want to shout out as like incremental so that, you know, maybe people, if they know them or just, just letting them know if they listen to this podcast, because if they love you and they've been in your life, they probably will, you know, is there anybody that you'd like to give a special shout out to that were that, you know, maybe they don't know how awesome they were to you. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, I would say the, the most, the most, I have so many people, it would be a really, really big list of people that have changed my life and I should give shout outs to, but if I have, I'm going to keep it narrow to the most important women in my life. Um, I have my mother who is a rock star. She's gone through absolute hell and back, but always made sure that I like me and my sister were taken care of. And then I have my Aunt Tina, who is my mom's sister, who changed my life financially. She gave me this book to follow this program. And if I didn't do that, I would not be anywhere I am right now. And so she she flipped my life in a financial standpoint. And then I have my Aunt Jenny, who is technically not my aunt. Um, she's just, she's actually an ex to my mom's brother, but still in my family, always in my family. And uh, her and her daughter, Madeline, are two of my favorites. Um, they've been with me, been to all of my games, Aww. and they still will come to my games. And they're they're absolutely incredible. They shaped my life in just showing what true love is and, and family doesn't mean blood and that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, my, my, my friend Kirsten, my friend Connor, and my friend Amanda, they shaped me my first year of football showed me truly what um, togetherness feels like. And then my honey bunny, um, Erin. <laughs> That's awesome. not here right now. I'm like pretending to like look at her, but she's not here at all. So I don't know why I did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, if she would like an interview too. She's more, I mean, I'll, I'll interview the whole team. I mean, I I'm hoping that, that just getting you and Charlie on here will, will kind of give people enough interest to kind of dive deep and stuff into yeah. all of you. Because, you oh, know, yeah, the support the, that you need, like, I think it'd be really cool if there was like a huge, it would make my, me feel really good that my podcast was like inspiring people to give you guys some, some extra love. So that would yeah. be cool. The owners of our team are already like, hell yeah. Like when you guys be like, get it, share it with us so we can share it. Yeah. And so like this will go to the whole Vixen family. We know that. And that's a pretty big group. We have like 10,000 followers. So that's another 10,000 people to that's um, awesome. open up. Um, but yeah, and then I'd just say my friends, Jen and Atkins, they, it's two of my great friends right now. I'm helping like remodel their basement and they are also on the same page as I am with financial stuff. And so it's just been helping me. And now that I'm 31 years old, how to keep being smart with money, not just read about it and do some things, but to continue doing it. Yeah. Um, they're just really great people to have in, in my life. So feel like between them and all of them and then my coaches in general all coaches that I've ever had have shaped me into the athlete that I am so I'm going to keep it that otherwise I'm going to get so sidetracked 
Well, I mean, I put you on the spot. It's like it's receiving an award and they're just be like, where's your speech? And it'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Disney World. <laughs> no, I hear you, man. That's awesome. Um, I, I guess, uh, oh, is there anybody that you haven't met that truly inspires you or that is like a person that if you got a chance to meet, uh, is there somebody that, that you can think of or a couple? That is a great question. Um, I don't know if I have an answer for that because I am so out of the times with like being updated with anything other than stuff in my own life. That's um, good. That I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. That means you're loving your life. That's a really cool thing. I, I try to just focus on that because I realize just how much, like I, how worked up I get because I am an overthinker. If I see too much stuff, then I start thinking about all the negative stuff and, and I don't like having the negative stuff in my life. So, but I, I mean, no, I, I don't think that I have a, a, the only person that I wish I could ever meet that I have never met is my girlfriend's dad. He, he passed. So he, yeah, it's, 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 it seems silly, but like, um, I love that answer. I, I, I don't, I've never met him because he passed away, uh, the year before we started dating. And, um, but he is a big reason to why she is the way she is in, in the good and the bad, right. That's, it's just how life is. Yeah. And I wish I could have at least just met him because then you can, it just helps you understand people for who they are and, that's, I, that's as far as like in, inspiration and motivation. I don't have anybody, but I think that, no, I think that's a very, very good answer mm-hmm. because that, that is about something that you love very much. Someone you love very much. I think that's a, that's a wonderful answer. Uh, very but rare. Uh, I, I, like I also, I also don't know who my own father is and oh. part of me wants, part of me wishes that something like this would get to him because yeah. like, my mom went through hell just because she was single mom because of his choices. And part of me just wishes that he could hear these things to be like, fuck me. I, I missed some really cool shit, you know, yeah. unfortunately yeah. it probably never will, but like, uh, you never say never. He might. But I, I also hope that anybody else that had, that has a situation like that where they're like, one parent less because of either like unfortunate events or because their dad left or whatever it may be. I hope everybody else can still see the positive and exactly why you are the way you are. Yeah. And because if, if I, he was in my life, I wouldn't know where I'd be right now. And my mom did a fantastic job of knowing where we should be, you know? Yeah. And I hope everybody else like can see the good in whatever situation that they're in. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I love that answer as well, too, because, you know, uh, all of us are playing the hands that we're dealt, man. You mm-hmm. know, like we're all yeah. doing the best that we can with what we have. And um, I like I like those answers. They're good answers. Oh. And I, I think that they're um, I don't know. You're a cool person. I hope you know that, um, because it's it's a it's a rare find in life. Somebody who with all of the technological things that are going on around them, that keeps your eye on the ball on the things that you know are about you and knows how to cut the fat of, of your experience enough so that you, you activate your life in the best way it can be activated. And that's, 
that's what the goal is of this podcast too, is to kind of stop all the extra noise. Um, cause there's a lot and Absolutely. most of it is not relevant. Um, mm-hmm. so that's really great. I think that's a shining example for other people. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Totally. Totally. Sam, you're amazing. Thank you so you much. You guys are amazing. This is a really freaking awesome experience. This is another <laughs> cool. one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared to do the thing, but we're going to do the thing. And here we are. And I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> that is my hope. That is yeah. my hope when it comes to all of this, because um, when I started on the path of public speaking and stuff, it was challenging a fear that I had, uh, a pretty crippling fear. Like I would just get in front of people and start stuttering and really be paralyzed. And when I started leaning into it and learning about it, um, I started really opening up much like anything that we do when we walk into a fear, but like, I wanted, I wanted this, I recognized it within my interactions with my clients and what they got out of that interaction. That was so much more than other tattoo experiences that they had had. But I was like, this is a quality that I have that I really want people to, to share with them because I, it's just so cool. It's so cool. And people feel so much better afterwards. And, mm-hmm. you know, fuck dude, if we can just inspire each other and turn each other's light up, imagine what could happen. So I just think it's an amazing thing. And I'm so happy that that means a lot to me. If nothing else happens, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely would do it again. I, I, this is an awesome experience. And and I, I hope, I hope you guys get more followers, not just off of this one, but like just to hear who you guys are, because that plays a big role in it. Well, I can't wait to say I knew you when, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's my hope is be like, holy yeah. shit. I interviewed that person before anybody knew. Guys, there's this person that does podcasts and interviews people all the time because she's good at talking to people. And people are gonna be like, You, you did a podcast, you don't talk to people. And I was like, you know what? She got me to open up, so you should listen. There you go. There you go. That's that's what I want for all of us, man. Totally, totally. Well, do you have any closing words or anything? Where uh oh, this is a good one. Where can people find you? Um I'm going to definitely um, uh, link. I already did to shout it out, but I'll do it again when it comes to um, posting your podcast. But is there any links? Is there any things where people can find you online? I know it's not your your big thing, but like if they can follow you and show support, where can they go? Uh, I mean, I have a Facebook. So there's that. I have an Instagram. I don't remember the last time I've been on that. So that's not fair. But um, I'd say I'd say Facebook is probably the best thing okay. or to follow to follow our team. Um, they yeah. post way more stuff than I ever would. But if if anybody ever wanted to reach out or had questions or anything like that, anybody can like reach out to me on Facebook. I'd be happy fantastic. to I'd be happy to chat if anybody had questions. Just don't have a bathroom that needs to be done. <laughs> if you have a bathroom that needs to be done, I'll probably be be like, I don't know, carpentry. So <laughs> I don't know. But he said that wasn't me. Yeah, I, I this is from Sam Barber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. I love it. Well, you have a great rest of your day and we definitely want to touch back with you in a couple of years and see where you're yeah. at when you're all beefy and um being a defensive. <laughs> Yeah. position. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks definitely. For definitely. And we'll touch base later. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get on the back end with you about 
um, things that we'll need for the posts and stuff like that. But we really want to give you guys as much of a shout out. And I might, I might start looking at female football. I mean, I don't know, maybe that, maybe that'll be my lead into football because nothing else. Hell yeah. Yeah. You should absolutely do it. (laughs) Absolutely. So in a couple of years and we're chatting, I'm going to be like, what position? Like what? I'm going to still be walking that goddamn marathon. But Oh, I love that. Well, wonderful. Well, you have a great rest of your day and, and we'll hopefully talk in a, and I mean, we can take, keep in touch, you know, you have my number, Absolutely. I have your number. So yeah. whatever, whatever you need, man, like shout Fantastic. us out. We'll shout you out. Have a great Absolutely. day. You too. See you guys. Bye Sam. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our listeners. listeners.